wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Welcome into the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's get it going here on the only and fastest growing daily Royals podcast. Again, I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. We talk baseball every single day on Twitter and also on this very podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your shows. Review the show on iTunes, preferably five stars. Let me know what you like about the show and what you don't like about the show and how we can improve. On today's show, we're going to talk about will the MLB season even happen, Joe Buck's appearance on Dan Patrick's show, and also the top things to do while you're quarantined. But first, let's hear from our good friends over at Withings. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you have not met the right one yet. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they're still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. The Withings Smart Scale is known for their durability and exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from each weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales do not have the Wi-Fi option, and that means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight full body composition, weight trends, and even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off your Withings Body Plus right now at withings.com for a very limited time. Go to withings.com, that's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S, dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off. So as I'm recording this, the world, as you know, is in the middle of a pandemic and Classes are online, jobs are being shut down, the Olympics are being canceled, and it leads you to ask, will the MLB even have a season? Now, I've always been on the side of yes, that there's so much time to squeeze in these baseball games that of course there will be a season, although it will probably be shortened. However, when you take a step back and you don't look at the months, because by June, by July, we should be out of this and able to play sports again. However, from there, there are so many obstacles in the way of playing baseball that it's not out of the possibility that this MLB season does not happen. Because you look first and foremost at the contracts. How does service time work? If you're Mookie Betts, does this count as a year to where you have completed this year with the Dodgers, no matter if we play 80 games or if we play 162 games? If you complete the amount of games that we do play... Should that count as a year towards your free agency? And that is where you're going to get the biggest gripe from either side. Because no matter what is decided here, someone, if we don't play 162, if we don't play 162 games, someone is going to be put in a bad position. Either the owners will be or the players will be. 
Because if you're the players, hey, I can't control this pandemic. I can't control the fact that we had a shortened season. So yeah, I only gave you 80 games, but we only had 80 games to give. And if you're the owners, it's the same thing. I can't control this pandemic and we only played 80 games, so I should not be paying, uh, in terms of service time, I should not be paying for the fact that we only got 80 games by losing my player early. Because, of course, players have a ton of value on the trade market and in free agency and things like that. And if you're the Dodgers, you gave up Alex Vertigo, you gave up a, a, a top prospect, you gave up a top prospect for Mookie Betts, and you might not have him for the 162 that you thought you were going to have him for. So you can really see both sides of the argument here of service time. And that's that's the biggest issue, I think, that would stop a season from happening. If we were to get to that point and we were to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to have any baseball at all this year. I think you look back on that and say the reason that happened was because we could not figure out service time. Now, when this first broke of the season delay, I immediately asked the question, what happens to Brady Singer? Who's a guy that's on the on the doorstep of the major leagues and you knew that if the season did start Thursday which it was supposed to he would not be on the opening day roster not because he wasn't talented enough not because he wasn't ready but because of the business of baseball the service time aspect and that's a huge concern but a bigger concern again is is guys like Mookie Betts guys like Corey Kluber these impending free agents and those two guys were acquired via trade, so so you gave up assets thinking you would get in return this player for at least 162 games, and you're not going to. So I think that the MLB season is not a foregone conclusion to happen. As I once did, I once thought there's no way that we miss out on an entire year of baseball. But the more issues pop up, the MLB draft, the more issues that pop up with starting it, how do you decide a schedule? How do you decide who plays when and who plays who? How do you decide the playoffs? Because again, we've had a tainted champion with the Astros. Do we really want another tainted champion this year? Because whoever wins it, if we if we don't play 162 games, whoever wins it will have a small asterisk. Not, not because of their own fault, but because we did not play a full season. Because I'll use last year for an example... The Washington Nationals, I've, I've talked about this all week on the podcast, the Washington Nationals needed every single game to turn around their season after a slow start. They needed every single game to turn around their season. They turned it around, they got to the playoffs, and then they made a run and won the World Series. And if you want to use this year's Royals, I've said that the, the hope for Kansas City, the very best you can expect, the very best you can hope for, in Kansas City this year, in terms of wins and in terms of losses, would be last year's Texas Rangers. You come out of the gates hot. You're sitting in the wild card spot. You're sitting two games out of the wild card spot. You're sitting five games out of the wild card spot. Then you're back in the wild card spot. Then you fall out, and then by the All Star break, you've been buried. But not until the All Star break. Okay, now fast forward to this present day. If we only play 80 games and you get out to a fast start, a team like the Royals could get in. They have a very competitive lineup. I've always said I love this lineup that the Royals are going to roll out there. It has a ton of upside, a ton of potential. If they can get even a little bit of a boost from their pitching staff, a few surprises, like Trevor Rosenthal in spring training was a huge surprise. Josh Stomont was a huge surprise. If they can get a little bit of boost in that rotation, in that pitching staff, 
they can make a run in 80 games. I believe that there's a stat going around that last year, 80 games into the year, the Rockies were in the playoffs. They, that, that's insane to me. So that's another hurdle you have to jump is, is the scheduling and the fact that do you really want to play a year to where the champion will be questioned again? There will be a ton of what-ifs around it. Ultimately, I do think a, a game gets played, and I mean, excuse me, ultimately I do think a season gets played, not just a single game, gets played this year. I think that they work it out. But my biggest concern isn't even the asterisks, it's not, it's not any of that, it's the fact that the service time, because someone will lose this argument. No matter if you're on the player side or the owner side, someone will lose this argument. Who's it going to be? And if that side wants to fight to the death about it, we have a CBA coming up this offseason. So, does this does this spill over into a even nastier CBA argument? Because we already had reports earlier this offseason that the CBA negotiations are not going well and that we should prepare for a strike next year. Does this all come to a head here with this service time argument? Because this has to get figured out before we can start playing baseball. I don't care about the meeting sizes, you know, if, if they expand. I don't care if we get the all clear from the CDC. The first order of business is, how are you going to operate the service time? There's a nine-year contract for Garrett Cole. Does, does this year roll off of that contract? If we, only play, if we only play 80 games and he only pitches every fifth day. So a lot goes into it. And I think ultimately it'll get worked out. But it's something to keep your eye on is, is, is who wins this service time battle. Because someone has to win. It, there is no scenario, there's no solution to where each, the owner and the player wins unless we play 162. And that is impossible. That, that, that seems impossible to play 162. If we're not going to be able to start until June, you're going to need a, a spring training period. You might need the entire spring training back, which delays the actual opening day until July. There's a ton of questions around it. And... This could impact the CBA greatly. And, and, and the collective bargaining agreement has been reported as it's not going well. So we'll see how this all comes to a head. After the break, I want to talk about Joe Buck's interview on the Dan Patrick Show and an interesting tidbit he noted quickly but moved off of it. After the break on the Lockdown Rose Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Lockdown Rose Podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ryland underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. In that first segment, we talked about the OMB season possibly getting canceled, but Joe Buck went on the Dan Patrick Show today, and he mentioned that he still has confidence in the baseball season coming around, but he's he's wondering, and this is what caught my attention, you can go find this clip on Dan Patrick's YouTube, YouTube channel. He's wondering if baseball uses this, this delay as a workaround and and a way to change the playoff format, to experiment with the playoff format, I should say. He mentioned that he had talks with people inside the NHL, people in the know in hockey, and what their plan is right now is to have everyone report back for a training camp. Okay, so so their normal training camp period uh, will happen when they report back. And then... Do not play regular season games after you get a, a. I think he said. I think he said three or four weeks of training, so about a month of training. After you get a month of training camp, 
You do not play regular season games. You go straight to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And he said that the NHL is going to expand the playoff field larger than they ever have before. I guess to compensate for those teams that were on the cusp of the playoffs before this pandemic. And so he noted that MLB could do the same thing as they've been talking about expanding the playoffs to seven teams with a shortened year. That could be a nice workaround for all this. If you get off to a slow start, you're not absolutely killed. You can still get that seventh spot. You can still recover. That would be a, a nice workaround. Will it happen? I don't know. Again, you can't, you can't just willy-nilly implement these ideas. I think you still need to go through the Players Association. I'm not sure why they wouldn't agree to extra playoff teams because you still get that extra playoff check. You get to play extra games. You get to play in the playoffs. But it would still have to go through a process. Could it happen? Hey, that's Joe Buck talking. He's he's in the know of this of these things. Would it be a good solution? I don't see why not. Again, it helps combat what we talked about last segment. Anyone can get hot. The Royals this year, who many expect to lose around 100 games, either just, just under 100 games or just over 100 games. Even the Royals could get hot for 80 games and go to the playoffs. Even the Royals could. And the Royals proved in 2014, you just need to get in. That's all you need is to get in. You get in the playoffs, anything can happen. The ball can bounce any way it wants to. So expanding the playoffs this season could be interesting. It could be a nice solution to what's going on right now around baseball. Again, that was a very interesting interview from Joe Buck on the Dan Patrick Show. You can find that interview on the Dan Patrick Show YouTube channel. So he's over there now. And I want to end the show with the top things to do while quarantine. Number one has to be listen to podcasts. Because you can listen to podcasts while you're working from home, getting your work done. I know I do that while I'm doing my classes online, listen to some podcasts. I know I do that whenever I'm writing, uh, you know, and, and trying to get paid there and make up some income writing some articles. So it's a fun thing to put in the background where you're not just listening to music, maybe getting distracted by music. I know that some people uh, get distracted easily by music and podcasts are just a way to put them on. Listen to someone talk a little bit. You can even tune it out sometimes. Uh, so listen to podcasts and, and and even if you want to focus intently on them, listen to them because they're they're interesting. I know I I have a a ton, so this sounds like self promotion with this podcast, the New Age Morning Show, and Arrowhead Attic. But podcasts in general are, are are really good to listen to. We have a plethora of whatever you might want on the Locked On Podcast Network. You know, from NFL, NBA, NHL, etc. So just go find new podcasts. Maybe start your own podcast if you want to. While we're all stuck in the house in quarantine. Number two, of course, be watch movies, and I'll give you some baseball movies I recommend, which you should already have seen by now. But Moneyball, for sure, is my number one baseball movie. Major League and Bull Durham round out the three I'm going to give you today. Major League is is the best uh, baseball movie in the sense of a, a what it is, you know, a true baseball movie. Moneyball, I think, is more of a uh, real-life documentary. I, I don't know how to describe it, but, it's like, but you know, they're playing out a real story. Uh, Major League is, is a fun uh, story that I like and a fun movie I like to watch before opening day every single year. And Bull Durham is awesome. Everyone knows that. You can also take up video games. If you don't have a video game console, you can play out of the park baseball on your computer. It's a very fun simulation game. For those of you who are in the older demographic, it's, it's exactly like Stratomatic. So the Stratomatic games you used to play, you can really just focus on team building. And then the games take like five minutes to play. You just, you know, click through and make the managerial decisions that pop up. It will be the show. Of course, if you do have a PS4, is a 
extremely time-consuming and very fun game that really can distract you from everything that's going on right now. And then my personal favorite would be read a book. And I've got a couple of sport book and ba- sport books and baseball books in general that you can go check out. My number one book to, to read right now during quarantine, which you can find wherever you get your books, which I'm pretty sure it's all on Amazon now or eBooks or whatever you like, but Lucky Bastard by Joe Buck. It's his, it's his autobiography about his life. It's very interesting. I know some people are in Kansas City do not like Joe Buck at all, but I think Joe Buck is one of the best in the business, especially if you understand broadcasting and understand what goes into play-by-play. If you can really break down his play-by-play, he's really good. I mean, he's really, really good. He's a funny guy as well, and his his autobiography is very interesting. I would encourage everyone to read about his life and, of course, his legendary father, Jack Buck, who was also a huge play-by-play man for the Cardinals. So I would encourage everyone to go read that book. And then two books that are really interesting as well around baseball is Ahead of the Curve by Brian Kinney, which will make you a very smart baseball fan. You will understand the new age and the new philosophies of baseball if you go read that book. And if you want a better understanding of how I think of baseball, I had a podcast over this all a couple weeks ago. It's just simply titled How to Watch Baseball. Uh, And a lot of those ideas, a lot of those philosophies, and a lot of those things I, I cherish and and value in baseball are from that book ahead of the curve. And it really is eye-opening of, of what's what's to what you should value about a player and what you should look at whenever you're breaking a player down and how to really take in information. Because we live in an age in baseball where you can have stats for everything in the world. There is almost too many stats to keep up with in baseball. There's a new stat every single day. And Brian Kennedy does a good job of, of telling you what those stats are, what makes them so good, what you should be looking for when you see those stats and what stats you should just be throwing out altogether. So it's a very good book. I encourage everyone to read it. And then also the same thing as the movie Moneyball. I think Moneyball the book is exceptional. Moneyball the movie is, is amazing to me as well. Brad Pitt did a great job on that movie. But Money Moneyball the book is very good and it, and it goes into a lot of detail that could also teach you a few things about especially small, small market teams and how they are run and, and things like that. So I encourage all those books and movies and video games. Also, wash your hands, stay safe, and do all the things the CDC is telling you to do. Stay inside, for sure. But those are some things you can do while you're locked up in quarantine. Thank you all for listening. Again, this is the Lockdown Rose Podcast every single day for your entertainment. I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Lockdown Rose Podcast.